Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Hello and welcome to another edition, the pre-Christmas edition, if you will, of Around the Hearn. And it is a uh, episode I'm very proud of. I love the uh, two guests this week. The Director of Basketball Operations at St. Henry and Paul Hemmelgarn. One of my favorite people in the entire world. Uh, can't say enough good things about him, and uh, you'll hear why. Coming up here in a bit, and the athletic director and the girls' basketball coach at Toledo Christian, just oozing positivity in uh, Tim Wenzik. First time I've got to talk to him, and I absolutely enjoyed the uh, chat that we had for the better part of an hour. You'll hear part of that here in just a few, but as we always start this podcast, the uh, pre-Christmas edition of the uh, News and Notes, starting with football. How about this? Football news in the area in December. Corey Rawson's head coach, Corey Hefner, who went 14-45 and 45 in six years, stepped down today and will put the Hornets in search of a new head football coach. Meanwhile, Ada got a new head football coach and the former Bell Fountain mentor in Toby Smith named the new head coach of the Bulldogs. Team's in search of a head coach, Coldwater. Look for a new girls soccer coach after Lisa Brackman's resignation, four years at a 2017 district title for her and a terrific program that has got a lot of good offense back for next year. Softball news. Crestview's Brina Grace will play softball at West Liberty University. Wally Light is Hunter Jolliffe will play golf at Bluffton. A couple of the December signings here. And uh, the bad news, so to speak, just keeps on ticking. Uh, the annual fly to the hoop tournament, which takes place over the Martin Luther King Jr. weekend in January for 2021 will not happen. They uh, were not able to uh, make it work with the uh, circumstances going on in the area, and uh, that's a shame. I, I get to work that event every year. It'll be the first one I missed in about seven years. But I hope that everyone is safe. Uh, the, just kind of the concern of coming a couple of weeks after Christmas and what that might mean. Unfortunately, a handful of local teams, uh, Shawnee, Botkins, and Audeville, all uh, will miss games and uh, have to try to reschedule. And for Audeville, man, somebody better call and try to play Keith Newtendorf right now because he has had about the worst possible luck that you can have in terms of having games canceled on him. And uh, I I wish everybody the best of luck. I hope that we get through the holiday season and we're able to continue with basketball and wrestling on the other side of uh, the uh, calendar in 2021. Speaking of that, moved the... Uh, Doubleheader at the Hoosier Gym on January the 9th from uh, Knightstown, Indiana at the Hoosier Gym for a slide in Coldwater to Coldwater. They'll play all the ninth, a 12 and a 6 o'clock game. Both those games I'm excited to still be able to do on a K94. But uh, the boys and the girls doubleheader will take place there. It'll be more of a split than what it would have been at the Hoosier Gym. Teams are, though, committed to play, uh, I believe it's January 8th of 2022, Thanks to the athletic director in Eric Goodwin. He said, you didn't read? You'd follow me on Twitter? Well, I guess I needed to pay more attention. Speaking of the Mac, Nate Bruns from Marion Local named the uh, GMAC Player of the Week last week. All he did was about 18 points a game and 11 rebounds in a uh, pair of contests for the Oilers. Local news, uh, Lima senior grad Xavier Simpson released this week by the Lakers. Hopefully he'll catch on somewhere else after Christmas and be able to uh, get to playing as the NBA has already tipped off. I feel like 
We just ended the NBA season. Staying with Lima Senior, Jalen Thomas. Big, big, big weekend last weekend for him and the uh, Ball State Cardinals as they uh, get into tonight's MAC title game. He had 16 tackles last week and is having just a terrific career at Ball State that everybody knew that he would when he went there. And a big shout-out to Ottawa Glendorf's Brennan Blevins, now the all-time leading three-point shooter in Ottawa Glendorf history after breaking the record on a Friday night. Unfortunately for his Titans, though, they suffered a loss in their 14-game winning streak at home. Uh, poof, gone. Lima Central Catholic and Frank Kills team with that win, but congratulations to him anyways. That is a big list. And to be number one on that list, uh, says that you've hit quite a few threes at the Herm. Huge games coming up this weekend as we get into the uh, just the week before Christmas, before we get to the holiday tournaments and everything else going on. Mac game tonight on WKKI and on WCSM as well. Marion Local travels to the Palace to take on Coldwater. It'll be the second time I've been there this week. I'm excited for this game. I, I love when these teams get together, and they will likely meet in the uh, AAA Holiday Classic next week as well. St. Henry, you'll hear about them. They're trying to get back on the winning track as they take on at New Bremen at New Bremen. Coming off of a loss, they didn't play well in the second half on a Tuesday night at Fort Loramie. Game you can hear on is Esports Live 3. Lincoln View travels to Spencerville to take on the Bearcats. Paulding goes to Columbus Grove. That's on Esports Live. Saturday night, it'll be Parkway at St. Henry on K94. Nate Stidham and Brock Blythe, you can hear, bring you that ball game. It was supposed to be part of a doubleheader at St. Mary's, but unfortunately, Arlington is going through some things and they are unable to play the uh, Lady Rough Riders after their loss last night to Ottawa Glendorf and just a terrific game for Chloe Glenn. The uh, sophomore post for OG ends up with two terrific games back-to-back, five straight double-doubles for her. Her Titans will be in action tomorrow at 1230 on WZOQ Radio as they host D1 Perrysburg. Other Friday night games, you've got Marion Local at Shawnee. My, oh, my. Or, sorry, that's a Saturday night game. I'm jumping ahead of things. George Mangus, he's a baller. See him next week. He's averaging 31 or 32, something ridiculous. Lima Central Catholic goes to uh, take on Kaleida on Friday night. Big double weekend for Kaleida. They'll be on Z Sports 3 on a Saturday night as they welcome the Smithsville Bearcats to town. And you've got a double weekend as well for Ottawa Glendorf and the boys. St. Mary's tonight, that should be a good one. And likely with uh, three of the best teams in the WBL in St. Mary's OG and Shawnee, you can catch that one on 106.3 with a good friend, Kevin Peel. And then tomorrow night, Ottawa Glendorf travels to take on Archbold on 106.3. Other game going on, you've got Lipsick and Pandora Goboa. Tonight, the boys' version on Z Sports Live. Tomorrow at about 11.30 in the morning, it'll be Lipsick and Pandora Goboa in girls' action on Z Sports Live. All of those games, I know you can probably find in some version on the WOSN Live app. If you've got a game you want to promote or games you want to promote, hit me up on a Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP, and I will make sure to include that in the list of games when I look at it every week. Got a big show coming up. Uh, again, I'm really proud of the two uh, gentlemen on this show. Tim Wenzik, the uh, girls basketball coach at Toledo Christian, talks about the year that they've had, what they were supposed to have, what they might have, and so much more. And the Director of Basketball Operations and Paul Hemelgarn, both of those gents coming up when we come back here on Around the Hearn. Hey, Bearcat fans. Spencerville Hardware is your local hometown hardware store. 
Located at 115 North Broadway Street in Spencerville, Spencerville Hardware can assist with any painting with their full line of paint and custom tinting. Also stocked with the highest quality power tools, you can reach Spencerville Hardware by calling 419-647-4468. Plan your trip by checking out their e-catalog on SpencervilleHardware.com. So place your items in your cart and have the order emailed to the store and ready for pickup. Spencerville Hardware is open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, and 8 to 3 on Saturday. Spencerville Hardware Store, 419-647-4468. Danny the Dealmaker, are you ready? Ready for what, Eric? Brand new cars and trucks are rolling into Lee Kitzel Chevy Buick GMC again. That's great, because we need pre-owned trades big time. Yep, Danny, have I mentioned lately how much respect I have for this country? Not in the last five minutes. Even the virus can't keep us down. GM workers are back strong and building the best there is. And we're here proud to represent the greatest products on American Road, Chevy, Buick, and GMC. And I love how so many of us in the area have remained positive, helping each other and staying the course. No matter how long this situation takes to resolve itself, please keep this in mind. Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service has been around for 50 years, and will be around for another 50 years. Wherever you're listening, you're always welcome here in Van Wert. At Kinsel's, it's all about clear, easy-to-understand deals, best quality pre-owned vehicles, top-of-the-line financing, and world-class service. See us online at LeeKinsel.com. Call 866-LEE-KINSEL. Better yet, stop in at 650 West Durban Road in Van Wert. Thank you for finding new roads to help us rebuild the American economy. Back now, taking a look at basketball just a little further north of where we sit here in uh, lower northwest Ohio in uh, Toledo Christian and the girls basketball coach and the athletic director in uh, Tim Wenzig. You've got enough hats, I think, to wear at this point. Uh, yeah, you could say that. You know, um, not only do I have that, but I'm also a parent on both sides, the girls and the guys. So uh, it's fun. It's interesting. Um, you know, but I'm glad that I'm, uh, you know, able to be a part of this whole situation. Um, if I was on the outside, I really think that I'd be struggling right now, making sure the decisions that were needed to be made were for the kids. And I can clearly um, be a part of all of those conversations. And uh, it's really fun to uh, be a part of that. So uh, we know that we're here. We want to be, you know, rooting for these kids. I can't imagine having to kind of be in the middle of where you're at in Toledo and look at what's going on in Lucas County. And we talked about it before we started this interview, but just the craziness with, okay, we'll give you your season, but we're going to have to drop some lawsuits first. The, the words I never thought I would be able to say, or I guess have to say about girls basketball. Uh, yeah. You know, it is an interesting time. And, you know, when you look back at this and you just, you just wonder like, um, you know, what is the thought process here? Uh, are we doing things right? Are we doing the things we need to be doing? And, you know, and when I look at, uh, you know, our team and I look at our students, um, you know, I, I know that they, they want to be, you know, a part of this and they want to be, you know, one, they want to do the right things. You know, you know, the, the, I think the state has given us great guidelines, the OHSA as well. And we followed all those things. And, uh, you know, we're pretty fortunate being a private school that um, our parents are on board to continue to move forward. Uh, practices look a little different. Uh, we cannot be in our gym, um, but, uh, you know, we're still playing some games and our girls are very encouraged right now on what, uh, what they have. You've pretty much had to be road warriors though. I mean, you look at the way that your schedule is, you've gotten to have a couple of home games. You were telling me earlier on, you were supposed to play Macomb at home. Obviously that changing, that's just kind of one. I mean, you can throw one dart with the amount of games that you've been able to play and, and, not, I guess, not been able to play. Uh, yeah, you know, um, right now, 
I mean, the good news is, is, uh, you know, we got two games early. Um, you know, unfortunately they were, uh, it was a gauntlet week. Um, you know, for us, we actually were quarantined and then we had one practice played Margareta and then we had another practice and then Thanksgiving and played Berlin Highland. Both teams are powerhouse teams in D3. Um, you know, our girls battled through that, um, you know, and we did get one home game, one away game. And then, um, you know, since then we have been on the road and, uh, you know, and the girls, you know, like, uh, you know, believe it or not, they're just happy to be able to play. Uh, but, you know, it, it does take a toll. Uh, we're a little bit tired, uh, you know, because of the traveling and then the uncertainty of each day. Um, but at the end of the, you know, but uh, one thing that is good is, is us just getting together and being, uh, you know, be able to, um, you know, bounce things off each other and tell each other, and you know, in confidence that, hey, we're here for you guys. And, um, you know, and the team itself, I'm really happy with the way their camaraderie is through this whole thing. Well, it's interesting, and I'm glad that you used the word Highland, talking about how you got to play them and go to Berlin Highland and play. Just a, a beautiful gym. Highland has been uh, kind of the source of my Twitter today. My entire feed is about them winning 101-8 to last night, and there's a, a apparently, from a lot of folks who don't really cover girls' basketball, I don't know if they're new to Highland, and how good that they are, but I mean, you look at that score, and you know how good they are firsthand. They did everything right, and I know Coach Slaywell prides himself on what they do. I mean, do you, how do you look at that in terms of what they do to their conference? Uh, you know, I mean, he there is they're a powerhouse. They and you know, and they don't you don't just become a powerhouse because of just athletes. You it's a pride thing, it's a tradition thing. I mean, he has set something up. I mean, they have the most wins in, you know, Ohio high school girls basketball. And, I, you know, I've got to meet him now. Um, super nice guy, super awesome community. And, you know, for people to really see that, um, again, I think they have 13, maybe 14 girls total in their program. And they're one of the top programs in D3, probably top programs in Ohio. And, um, you know, and I know he did it right. Um, you know, when we played them, um, clearly we had two practices before we played them and, you know, and, and I, you know, think that we're a very talented team and we we're going to do good things this year. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, not once did I ever think, Oh, he's running it up or anything like that. Um, good guy, good community. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, like as a basketball coach, you look at it and it's like, you can't tell your girls not to score. You can't tell, you know, like we can't quit the game you have to finish the game and, you know, but you do things. And I know that they probably ran through offenses. They probably, you know, did the right things. And, um, you know, and I, you know, golly, uh, you know, like what he has did for basketball, for girls basketball, I mean, he promotes, I mean, they host the uh, classic in the country. We will be in that, um, you know, Martin Luther King weekend. And, uh, you know, and golly, for somebody to say that they didn't do something right, that really hurts. Uh, knowing that this guy is for girls basketball and he's a huge voice uh, for basketball and, you know, the OHSA. Why, again, I kind of took it as, you know, people who don't follow basketball, especially girls basketball in the state of Ohio, like it doesn't exist to them. They see a number, they see a tweet, and then all of a sudden it's, well, why would you tweet that? Why would you do that? And, you know, I, I read about that and I have a lot of friends connected to that program and they were saying, you know, the bottom six in his lineup played more than the top six, at what point, I mean, is there a, you know, you're talking about running the offense and just doing things, but 
I can't imagine having to tell a 14 through 18 year old girl, uh, just, you know, is it more disrespectful to hold on to the ball or should you just shoot it? Yeah. You know, that's, that's the, the catch 22 there. Um, you know, you've got programs in there that just want to compete and they want to play. And, uh, you know, and I don't think that, um, you know, like, you know, people take that, they, they take it for granted sometimes. And as a coach, you know, I've been on both sides of that where, oh man, they're really putting it on. And then, you know, I've been on the side where, you know, I'm just playing hard. Um, you know, and I, you know, I just think that, um, you know, when you look at something like that and you see that, uh, you know, does score, you know, like, but there's a whole bunch of things that go into it. And, you know, and I think that, uh, again, you know, they, they did it the right way. Their lower half of their team played. I mean, these girls, they don't get to play a lot. They play two quarters JV sometimes. They don't play any JV games sometimes because of the, you know, roster size that they have. So you got to let them play because they have to develop. I mean, this program isn't going to change next year. They're going to have the same schedule they have this year with a very large senior class. So these girls that are having to play, you know, they, you got to put, they have to go hard because next year they're going to be expected to fill in. And, you know, and, and again, you know, Berlin Highland is just a huge program and they're not going to change their schedule because of their talent. And they got to, you know, develop that. Speaking of terrific players in the state of Ohio, you have one of the best players signed to play at Butler and Madison Royal Davis. She gets 27 on Monday in the win over Macomb. Mackenzie gets 19 in that win. What is it like? I mean, obviously she comes over from uh, the everything that went on with that to just be able to have her on the court and just playing basketball and concentrating on basketball. Uh, you know, Madison came to us, you know, and, um, you know, there's a, there's a, just a few situations. Um, you know, nothing, you know, with Rogers at all. Uh, she just felt academically they really wanted to be pushed. And that's, uh, you know, and that, that says a lot about them as a family. Um, you know, they, they really felt um, that need, that they needed that. And I'm telling you, you know, in, in just the year that we've had both of them, uh, they have just matured and grown so much. And, you know, as a coach, you see it on the court. But, you know, seeing it in the classroom is amazing as well. And then just anywhere else. Um, you know, they, they are two special, talented young ladies, and they are very smart, and it's just been a blessing to not only get to coach them, uh, but to get to see them grow. I remember seeing Madison, in my first time seeing her was during her freshman year, during the tournament when they played OG, and I remember thinking, I mean, this girl's already pretty special. She's going to do some big things, and, and to see it come to fruition, and obviously with you know, being a smart, you don't just get into Butler just to get into Butler. I mean, that's, that's definitely paying off. Oh yeah, no, that is true. Um, tell you what I, you know, like, uh, it's been a blessing just to even go through the process with her family and her and, you know, and just, uh, just the letters that were pouring in for her and, you know, the schools that wanted her and for her to make a decision on Butler, she had plenty of opportunities to go other places. And, um, you know, when she made that decision, I'm like, okay, this girl's ready for college. And, uh, you know, and it's been pretty awesome to see her just this year, uh, because, you know, as a, you know, that's a lot of pressure. I mean, 17 year old having to decide on where they're going and have as many options as she had and to see her make that choice. And then now to see her as she's playing, she's just playing a lot for her. Um, she is such, you know, a more developed player right now. 
Um, her, her shooting, I mean, I think she's shooting almost 50% from three-point land now. And she has, so, you know, you add that to the athletic ability of getting to the rim and finishing. Uh, she's a complete player. And, you know, Butler coaches are ecstatic. They, you know, they actually even use the word, hey, she might be our Gordon Hayward for the girls' wow. basketball program. Yeah, it's how big they're, the high they're on her. Well, it really means something for her to be able to stand out in that Toledo landscape that is just littered with so many great players, I would think, too. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I mean, you know, she was fortunate. She played with one of the best ever in Zaya Cook and got to see that. And then, um, you know, now she's making her own legacy. I mean, she's going, she's coming up on 2,000 points, um, you know, career. She's obviously coming up on 1,000 at Toledo Christian. And, um, you know, and again, I see a difference in not only just in her play, but what she does to her teammates, the confidence that she gives them. And, um, you know, and we went from, you know, like, well, maybe one or two girls going to college to play basketball to where now we're all of a sudden we've got four girls talking about it and college is looking at them. And so I think she's given them opportunity. Um, she's given them confidence and, uh, you know, and, you know, like, I mean, what better thing to do every day in practice? Uh, we've got girls that battle and uh, it's really nice to see that. And, uh, you know, when you're playing them and you're, you know, doing well, you know, it just gives you that confidence you need. I've always thought that obviously Classic in the Country is a big mega event and it gives girls a chance to do something on a national scale. You're going to play at Tusky Valley at 9 a.m. on January 18th, but the one thing I hate that you guys lost in terms of the girls being able to get noticed is you were supposed to play Medina on Monday at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland. I I hate that the girls don't get that opportunity for you. Uh, you know, it, it is unfortunate, but uh, right now we're still penciled in for January 7th. So there's still a little bit optimistic that we can do that. Um, you know, we talk about it. Uh, it'll be a tough week. We got uh, Fairview. Fairview is a great team. They're undefeated right now, playing really well. Play them on Monday and then maybe Medina on um, Thursday. And, uh, you know, so we're still looking at that day. We're still looking at that time. Um, clearly with, uh, you know, the things going on right now, it is a crazy time. We use that, you know, I use that word quite a bit lately, crazy. But um, we still want to try keeping that hope of like just those events and those things that we could do. Uh, this year's a special year. We've got, we're a senior led team. We've got much, a lot of talent at the lower level as well that get to play. And this, uh, this year, unfortunately, is kind of, you know, evolved into what it is, but we're trying to make the best of it. And we still got stuff on our schedule that we're looking forward to doing. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that that's, uh, that that's a possibility. You get one game before Christmas, Wednesday night, you go to Ayersville. What, what do you have to do in that game? What are you looking forward to in that game? Um, you know, well, we, we want to get there. We want to be able to play that game. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the first. <laughs> yes. And then, um, you know, we're just looking forward to being together as a team. Uh, it'll be a fun night. We, you know, the girls are going to play first, and then the guys are going to play that night. Uh, got a lot of things going on that night. I mean, you know, not only do, you know, like our girls, you know, they're competitors. This team has always just, you know, since fourth grade, competed and then all the, even our sophomores I mean none of these girls have really had a losing season ever and they're not going to let that happen and you know and you know when you go into a game you know especially when you're you know like uh, tomorrow we're meeting at a fitness center and we're just going to work out and then run their track that's our practice tomorrow um, you know but 
you know, we're, we're looking at uh, doing what we do. We want to pressure the ball. We want to get after it. And, uh, you know, we want to be able to, um, you know, take care of the ball and just get better every day. That's, that's our biggest thing about getting better every day. Uh, we play in Ayersville, uh, but, you know, big picture is, is, you know, we have expectations to get to Dayton this year. And to get to Dayton, you know, we have to get better every minute, every day, every, you know, time we step on the court. I uh, cannot thank you enough for doing this. Folks want to keep up with your journey. How, how can they follow Toledo Christian Basketball? Uh, you know, I mean, we have our Twitter account. Um, we've got a Facebook page. Um, you know, we're actually looking at once we get to home games, we will have uh, live streaming. Uh, it's going to be a YouTube uh, Toledo Christian account. Um, you know, um, really, I think we're, um, you know, with the girls program, um, we've had a lot of people want to follow us because, again, girls basketball is really just, you know, starting to get on the map. And there's been a lot of good tradition with the WNBA and with college basketball. And it's really cool to see the, uh, the gatherings that we get at high school games. So, you know, we Arbor Live is our uh, go-to for our schedule. Um, unfortunately, with the spectators issue, it's tough. But we always promote the links on our Twitter and Facebook page uh, for those, you know, spots. And, uh, you know, if there's somebody that's uh, in the area in Toledo and they want to come to a game, uh, just have them email me and I'll see if I can get them tickets. Well, whatever I can ever do to help you promote uh, the girls' game and your team, just please let me know. Yeah, no, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. We're we're just thankful that we get the opportunity that we have. Um, you know, I'm I'm blessed as a coach to get to coach these girls, and uh, you know, and it's just it's a it's a big stage for them, and that's why I want. Um, you know, obviously too, I'm a dad. My daughter's a sophomore, and it's just really a blessing for her to be a part of this whole core of group of people. Well, I wish you the best of luck this season and hopefully into 2021, into March in Dayton. Uh, yeah, no, thank you very much. We're, we're looking forward to it. Um, you know, we, we want to get there. We want to see what we can do. Uh, we know we got a lot of uh, hurdles on the way and a lot of great teams that are there. And we're just looking forward to the opportunity to compete. That's Coach Tim Wenzik, the girls basketball coach and the athletic director at Toledo Christian. More coming up here in just a few. Danny the Dealmaker, are you ready? Ready for what, Eric? Brand new cars and trucks are rolling into Lee Kissel Chevy Buick GMC again. That's great, because we need pre-owned trades big time. Yep, Danny, have I mentioned lately how much respect I have for this country? Not in the last five minutes. Even the virus can't keep us down. GM workers are back strong and building the best there is. We're here proud to represent the greatest products on American Road, Chevy, Buick, and GMC. And I love how so many of us in the area have remained positive, helping each other and staying the course. No matter how long this situation takes to resolve itself, please keep this in mind. Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service has been around for 50 years, and we'll be around for another 50 years. Wherever you're listening, you're always welcome here in Van Wert. At Kinsel's, it's all about clear, easy-to-understand deals, best quality pre-owned vehicles, top-of-the-line financing, and world-class service. See us online at LeeKinsel.com. Call 866-LEE-KINSEL. Better yet, stop in at 650 West Durban Road in Van Wert. Thank you for finding new roads to help us rebuild the American economy. Back now talking to one of my favorite people in the world who makes my life so much easier, and I cannot say enough good things about the Director of Basketball Operations and Paul Helmgard at St. Henry. Thank you so much for making the last five years of my life so much simpler. Well, Michael, hey, I appreciate all that you and the radio community out there have done um, for 
St. Henry basketball over the years, broadcasting all our games. It has been absolutely tremendous. We love uh, listening to you every Friday night. I think between knowing that you guys are going to be at a game doing stats and uh, Rosie's Twitters every morning of just terrible jokes, I I think I might be, outside of St. Henry, one of the biggest St. Henry fans you could find. Well, I'll tell you, some of those jokes are pretty good, aren't they? (laughs) Some of them are just, they're just not good. No. (laughs) My wife does like half of them. She just kind of looks at me like, where'd you get that from, Twitter? (laughs) We always rise Rosie about those. I'll tell you, he's a great guy. I would be absolutely nowhere without him. He's been a wonderful coach and a wonderful mentor uh, over my years here at St. Henry. Uh, Today's joke of the day, by the way, in case you missed, at Eric Rosenbeck on Twitter is, hey, Deb, what's the difference between the Christmas alphabet and the regular alphabet? Answer, I don't know. The answer, of course, being the Christmas alphabet has no L. <laughs> I got a rim shot, but I don't know where it's at. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, if you need to laugh, again, we need more of that right now. Definitely. Definitely. How, how crazy has this year been for you guys? I mean, everything that you do in terms of uh, stats, and people don't realize there's a great article in the Daily Standard last year written by Colin Foster about the Dobo, and, uh, I mean, it's just got to be a year that's different than the last 20. It is, and I'll tell you what, Mike, um, the biggest the biggest thing for me is like we talked about earlier is the kids. We want to have our athletes have uh, the biggest normal normalcy that they can. I mean, we're trying to make the season as normal as possible, but, I mean, you have that extra mask and you have the sanitizing that we're doing in the locker rooms. All the um, bleachers, we're wiping things down in between games. And it's just a lot of added tasks that um, the athletic director and the athletic department's having to go through. But um, in the end, I just feel like it's all worth it to try to get these kids on the court. I think that's the biggest thing for the seniors. They're they're out there. They're giving it their all. So as long as we can do what we can to make their final year a success, we're, we're trying to do it as much as possible. You and I have a similar yet a little bit different path in terms of how we get to where we are. And by that, I mean not being in the NBA. Uh, you talked about with Colin about being 4, 10, and 80 pounds as an eighth grader and realizing mm, maybe this isn't going to work out. Me, it was more of being a chubby freshman who didn't have a good jump shot and realizing maybe I should figure out a different way to be around the game. But uh, it's it's funny how things kind of come around and they work out. It is, definitely. And I'll tell you, back um, back in that eighth grade year, I was actually thinking about it this morning. I was totally bummed out when I, <laughs> when I did not make the team that year. And I was going to do everything I could to try to stay around basketball because I just love it so much. And um, I am forever, ever grateful to uh, Al Summers, our coach at the time, for uh, coming up and asking me to do stats. It has um, been a life changer for me. I'll tell you, through high school, I really didn't do a whole lot on the on the weekends. Um, I grew up, my parents, um, I kind of lived with my grandparents. Um, they were actually kind of lived with us, I guess you should say. My grandpa was uh, confined to a wheelchair, 
So growing up, I would get up before school and help him get ready for the day. And uh, when I got off of school, I was always coming back home, trying to help him, uh, whatever I could do. And for that reason, I really, I really didn't go out a lot during high school. I really didn't do a lot on the weekends. And basketball was just kind of an escape for me. So when I had the opportunity to do anything with sports or to be around the game, it was, um, it was wonderful. And I just absolutely enjoyed it. So to this day, it still just gives me a break from the normal routine of day-to-day life, and I absolutely love it. How did you develop the love for the game, though? I'll tell you, uh, when I was little, we actually lived on a uh, farm outside of St. Henry, and growing up, my dad was always um, big into basketball. Um, I was thinking St. Henry you would have to be. (laughs) Definitely. With the lights of, uh, I grew up with Bobby... Bobby Hoing and Scott Brunswick, all those guys, um, they were my idols back in um, when I was like five or six, I guess you could say. Um, I'll never forget going to all the basketball games with my dad. My dad's had a season ticket for over 50 years, and he never missed a game. We went to all the away games as well, and so growing up seeing Bobby Hoing dunk it over somebody, it was it was awesome, and um, I, I wanted to be like them, and uh, unfortunately, like I said, I was too little of a guy to make that happen, but just being around it was contagious. Well, it's kind of terrible they wouldn't let you play with that trampoline anymore. <laughs> Definitely. It's, that would have worked. That would too, because uh, you talk about Bobby Hoying. I remember there's a, a connection from St. Henry and Spencerville in that He's married to a young lady from Spencerville, and I remember him coming. I can't remember if it was at the end of his tenure in college or at the beginning of when he was a pro, and he came to a Spencerville football game because obviously he's he's now related to half the town, and right. it was the biggest thing ever, I think, when I was in middle school. And to, so to just be able to, to be around that, I can imagine what that was like being even closer to that as a little kid of – Oh my gosh, like that's Bobby Hoying, but to a lot of people, uh, that's just Bobby. Yeah. It it was. Like I said, he was he was my idol growing up. I I just loved everything about him. He had uh his sense of character and his charisma was unmatched. Definitely was. A great athlete and he made everybody around him great. I'll tell you he did. For a long time. Um Yes, yes. He had a lot of ad parts, like I said, uh, the Scott Brunswick, the Red Knee Camps. I mean, all those guys that were around him. They had those 90s, those early 90s were some great years at St. Henry. But it's so cool, though, too, for me, again, I, I guess I probably look at things differently, like trying to be a storyteller in my life, and that you go from uh, seeing those guys, being around them, and, and growing up. I mean, Kevin Sensible at Spencerville was always one like that for me, where he was just old enough. He, he doesn't like when I say this, but he was just old enough past me to where now like working, covering his team is such a, the little kid in me is like, oh my God, like that's Kevin Sensible. But to me, it's like, oh, that's Kevin. Now you go and you've gotten so many terrific players that have come through the program over the last 20 years Definitely. that, you know, you've been around it and a lot of people at Ryan Mike sells the one I always use because it's the most current. Yep. Um, you know, everybody, oh my God, like what he's done since then. But 
I mean, you saw how hard he worked to get to that point. Definitely. I'll tell you, Ryan Ryan is one of those athletes as the, all the guys that came out of St. Henry. I mean, I could just start naming off names. Ryan Yolenhank, uh, Jeremy Sweeterman, Brian Pose, Steve Sutter, uh, yeah, the Nate Stalls, the Adam Putoff. Those guys worked their tails off. The amount of effort and energy that they put in the gym on a daily and nightly basis was unbelievable. And it to their credit, I mean, it's no wonder that they're a success at what they're doing today. I mean, look at um, Ryan Mitesell right now. He has touched so many younger younger people in our community. Um, the younger kids, you, it's nothing to go, <laughs> like last year, to go to a UD game and you'd see 100 people from St. Henry there and half of the little kids had Mitesell jerseys on all over the place. It's just unreal. And it is definitely a credit to his worth ethic and his integrity and just who he is as a person. And that that definitely comes from from where we're at. I mean, our coaches and entire staff just instilled that upon these players, and I think it's incredible. Just as a quick side note, by the way, Ryan has a basketball camp coming up. $40 for kids 9 through 12 on the uh, 21st. You can find it on uh, Twitter. At Ryan Mikesell or at Mikesell thirty three. Just quick side note, um, yep. but it's so neat because again, I go back and I love the story that Colin did because you talk about kind of uh, it's how we got from here to here, so to speak. And you saw it growing up with the success of St. Henry. You get when you're in high school, you the Fort Jennings game. I know that's a rough thing to talk about, but I saw it from the other side with uh, Matt Metzger and just uh, the terrific team that Fort Jennings had. I remember them. Uh, they're they're you're they and you are roughly my age, and then the Versailles game, it just such a crazy thing. And then to get to go back a couple of years ago to the the state final, state semifinals, and the finals, it, it just it's cool how it all comes full circle and kind of continues to chug along in St. Henry. It is. I'll tell you, looking back on those uh, Fort Jennings and Versailles games, those were. Two games that I will definitely not forget whatsoever. The Versailles game was probably by far my most memorable uh, game ever. Uh, just enjoyed the atmosphere to no end. To have the entire uh, Schottenstein Center full of Midwest Athletic Conference um, players at the time, it was great. I mean, there was a sea of red on one side and a sea of orange on the other. And uh, in the end, the red guys pulled it out, but it was just a back-and-forth game that I will truly cherish forever. And then uh, here a couple years ago, um, when we when we made it back, you know, I was walking, we were walking down the hallway to the gym that time, and I think it was Caden Camp or somebody, he looks over at me and he goes, hey, do you remember that for sales game? Caden was probably like two <laughs> at the time, two or three maybe. And um, I, I'll never forget him he, after the game. He ran to his dad, Joe, and jumped into his lap. And I uh, had the biggest smile on his face, and he still remembered it. <laughs> well, it's funny how, and I, I'm sure that you have even more of those where walking through the tunnel or standing in a specific place from the first time to the second time where something just hits you and you just kind of laugh of, all right, this is something special. Not everybody gets to be a part of this, especially twice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, the very first time um, I went was 
well, it was 99-2000, so LeBron James um, Who? would have been just LeBron. I I've never heard of him. <laughs> has, he, has he done something I should know? Yeah, then maybe. <laughs> okay, I'll have to look him up. Anyway, he he must he was uh, at that time. I don't. I'm pretty sure it was his senior year. Or well, no, I take that back. It would have been back when we were in '04 at uh, Columbus. So he would have been. Would he have been the senior? Anyway, um, I'm not exactly sure, but I did get to see him play at the shot and scene um, at one of those tournament games. And uh, just the atmosphere was unreal. Something I'll never forget. I I uh, have seen him. I remember I saw one of the first years he was drafted in 03. And I remember they played mm-hmm. the Atlanta Hawks in Columbus. And it was Marvin Williams because I'm a huge Carolina fan. And I remember thinking Marvin Williams shouldn't be on the floor. He should be back at Carolina. But that was a whole other thing. And I remember just seeing that. And you just knew. I mean, growing up in Ohio, you know LeBron, you know what he could do yep. as an eighth grader and, and everything, and being able to see that, you're right. And I uh, actually have a buddy who's the uh, coach at Spencerville for the girls, and he was on the opposite side when LeBron was a junior at uh, Poland when they played down oh there. And, and the joke is always, you know, you played against LeBron James. And he said, well, LeBron was out. They beat us by enough that when I got in, he had probably headed to the locker room. But it is so cool to be able to say, I mean, that's a, a transcendent player that you were able to yeah. see way back when. Definitely. Yep. As a as a high schooler, and uh, just to see how he's conspired over the years is unreal. Unbelievable. A lot of things Definitely. going on uh, with 2020. I mean, just outside of basketball, I mean, how has this been? You run your own business. How has this been for you? I'll tell you, back in March, uh, we were shut down for six weeks since I was considered a non-essential business. So for those six weeks, Mike, I'll tell you, it was hard. Um, as a business owner, you're, I'll tell you, the, the money comes in and the money goes out. And uh, when the money's not coming in, it hurts. Um, but I, I, I will be, I will be up front with you. I'm very thankful. Um, so I own part of our gas station as well. So we were very, very busy in the gas station. And those six weeks I took as an opportunity to, we painted, we cleaned, we redid my back building, we redid my garage. <laughs> I had uh, a couple of my guys helping me doing all kinds of different things just to uh, pass the time and get things in shape. But once those six weeks were up, so I had to take all my vehicles that I had scheduled during that time and stick on to what we were doing um, for the summer months of May, June, July, and August. And we were able to finally, uh, I'd say by the end of September, we were pretty much caught up, but had a lot of, a lot of long days there. So it was probably a good three months of me being in the shop by 3 a.m. and being out of the shop at 8. So it was a, a long three months, but we made it work and we're back, back on schedule. I have often told people that you're probably the hardest working man that I know. And I had read that you got to work before the sun rises every day. And I'll be honest with you. I cringed at it just at the thought of being up that early, but I, I can't say enough good things. I've always been a huge fan. And and I love to, you talked about, uh, you've been fortunate to be able to give back about going on mission trips. Yes. So, um, I have been to Haiti, uh, actually eight times now. And, 
Mike, there's nothing, there's nothing like it uh, for me. The opportunity just to go to another country and see people that have materialistically absolutely nothing compared to what we have here. And they are so happy. It's, it's unreal. I mean, when I go down there, I just feel like they are a ray of sunshine that I need after living here. And sometimes it just feels like we're given everything. And the people down there have worked their lives. Um, they work day in and day out just to survive. And um, for me to be able to go down there, and even if I just give them a smile, just to know that I have touched them in some way is more than more than I could ever imagine. I mean, it, it just makes my day. So I have been down there, uh, like I said, eight different times. And every time I go down there, I think I see um, or feel or have something come across that just makes you think and puts everything into perspective. Um, I think that's the biggest the biggest thing that I take uh, when I go down there is like a reality check. What really matters um, most is um, not all the money that you make or all the material things that you have, but the people that you touch, the people that you care for, and the people that you reach out to um, is unbelievable. I tell guests all the time that I don't write a lot of things down for these interviews. Um, that was one thing that I made sure that I had written down on my notes is to ask about that because I think of anything that it, it says so much about people and especially about you. And, and I just thought it was such a great thing. I wanted to make sure, you know, not, it's not something you go tell everybody, but just kind of for me to make sure people see how awesome of human human being that you are. Well, Hey, I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm no one special whatsoever, Mike. I'm just a, an average, ordinary guy just trying to just trying to make the world a better place. I'll tell you, I actually, um, I didn't mention earlier, I have 17 high schoolers that work for me, and um, oh, now you're they, just bragging. They, no, <laughs> they they um they come in and out, um, and I try to manage their schedule as much as I can, but um. I'll tell you, I would be nowhere without those kids. Um, those kids come in into my shop at six o'clock in the morning. They're here before school um, for like an hour and a half to two hours. It's like a melee when they're here. I mean, <laughs> stuff flying. We got stuff all over the place. But um, so if I if I can make a difference in their lives and um, just be somebody there for them to talk to or be a friend that they need at that time, I mean. That's what I'm here for, and um, I think that's why God put me on this earth is to to just be that person to to listen and to help others out, and that's what I've kind of lived my whole life by, just trying to do what I can to make a difference to somebody else. I always say, leave it better than you found it. Yep, that's a good way to put it. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about this year's St. Henry team. A couple of nights ago, uh, a hard loss to Fort Loramie, kind of a, a an odd game in that. Played well, shot well for the first half, not so much in the third. Lormy kind of caught fire. Sitting at 4-2 and two right now, hopefully to finish up 2020 at New Bremen tonight. And then the uh, AAA Holiday Classic, one of my favorite events of the entire calendar year. Normally because of the food, but this year because of the basketball. Uh, yep. what's, what's the mood there after the other night in these big strands of away games? 
I'll tell you, um, the away games take a toll on you, uh, mentally and yeah, physically. Yeah, that long but, trip to New Bremen. <laughs> but I, I think tonight, um, and I feel like in the holiday tournament, it always feels like we bounce back. I know in years prior, we've had some rough starts to the season, but it seems like that holiday tournament, Rosie always gets us going. Um, his The amount of time that he puts in the film and just the behind-the-scenes stuff that he does as a coach to get our players ready is incredible. And I know for sure he's going to have us ready tonight, and he will have us ready for that holiday tournament. I think you're going to see a whole different team. I know that it's a little different. I ask coaches this all the time, and they stonewall me and say every game is the next game, blah, blah, blah. But when you look at St. Henry's schedule, is there a game that sticks out to you maybe more than the others that's special that you're waiting for that team to come to St. Henry or you're waiting to go there even with the way this year is? Yeah, um, poor recovery. Uh, for for me, all all through high school, Port Recovery was a rival. Um, the last several years, Port Recovery has always been a game that always goes back and forth, always goes down to the wire. Um, immediately, the game that we played back when um, Kyle Stahl, what have been 2013, Kyle Stahl, uh, Taz Post, they were seniors. We played over at Port Recovery, um, I think, we were ranked maybe one, and they were ranked number two at the time. And just a complete back-and-forth game. And uh, we were able to pull it off at the at the, at the the horn. And uh, it seems like every year it is always a battle down to the wire. I am uh, looking forward to the Audeville game, by the way, the game before that on the 16th. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a heck of a test. I, I agree 100%. I myself have, can't say that I've ever been to Audeville's gym. Well, I don't think I have. Hopefully, I'll see you next month. Definitely. Uh, we thank will you be there. so much for doing this. I, I always look forward to seeing you. You've all got, always got a smile on your face, and you give Denny and I smiles by, you know, we don't have to do as much work. <laughs> Any problem, I say I'm more than willing to help anytime. I appreciate the opportunity um, to talk to you today, and like I said, I'm an open book. Well, you should, you should continue to write chapters, write good chapters. Definitely. Thank you so much uh, for coming on. And uh, do you have uh, people want to follow, want to kind of uh, come help out, come do some things? you have social media there? Yeah, definitely. Made that sound weird, like you don't have social media in St. Henry. (laughs) People want to follow you is what I was looking for. Yes, I I do have a Twitter account. Now, I couldn't even tell you what my actual account name is. That's how bad I am. It's on my phone, and I just click it. <laughs> At Eric Rosenbeck, I think is what it is. There you go. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's normally. <laughs> so if you like bad jokes in basketball, it's for you. Definitely. But, again, I, I look forward to uh, seeing you guys, especially next week during the holidays. I wish you a Merry Christmas, and I thank you for coming on. Right back at you, Mike. Um Wishing you and everyone a Merry Christmas, and I uh, can't wait to see you at the holiday tournament. That's Take care. Thanks again. The one and only Dobo for uh, St. Henry in uh, Paul Helmgarn. Uh, back with more here in just a few on Around the Hearn. Are you in Spencerville and looking for a place to eat before the Bearcats play? Well then, head to my place, 128 North Broadway, for deep-fried mushrooms, chili cheese fries, the best pie around, and soup of the day. 
If you're in a hurry and just want to order some to go, you can give Doug and his staff a call at 419-647-4062, and they'll have it ready for you. My Place Restaurant at 128 North Broadway in Spencerville, a proud supporter of Bearcat Athletics. Welcome back to Around the Herd. A big thanks to our guests this week in Paul Hemelgar and the uh, Dobo at St. Henry and Tim Wenzik, the uh, girls basketball coach and the AD at Toledo Christian for being a part of uh, this week's show. A couple of really cool stories I want to point out before I go. First, I talked about this last week in the closing of this show about the uh, boys of Fort Recovery Radio and the Fort Recovery Internet Radio. They do a uh, Christmas drive every year for the 1,400 people of uh, Fort Recovery. And it's always amusing. You can find it online. They're on Facebook, Fort Recovery Radio at fortrecoveryradio.com, that they try to raise money and have a good time with the uh, annual Christmas show they do. It's usually the Wednesday night before, the week before Christmas Eve or Christmas, depending on how the holiday falls. And I saw that a lot of folks dropped in. They had a really good time. It's a great watch, a great listen. But most importantly, they raised $133,000 in one night for local families in need. And I can't say enough good things about the people at Fort Recovery Radio and just everything that they've done for the community as well. Uh, There's a cool post from Jack Stogler that he talks about how uh, the Vaughn triplets from St. Henry were there. They uh, came in and lended their voices as well as Karen Meyering and... uh, also, Bob Stogler was there. Just, I mean, you got to put up with Bobby. But uh, just so much good comes from being part of a local community. And just shout out to them. I, I can't say enough good things of what they do about the community. Also, switching gears uh, up in Putnam County, there's a young man named Chase who attends Pandora Gaboa. He won a sweepstakes that will allow him to be a virtual fan for the ACC championship game between Notre Dame and Clemson coming up on Saturday night. And the article that PG put out is so cool. He's got his own podcast, by the way. It's called Chase Talk Sports. He interviews D1 athletes and hopes to be on college game day as the story goes on to talk about the uh, show from 9 to noon. Hopefully he's able to get on there. He's got a cool sign and just a great story. I hope maybe I can get him on the show and uh, talk about uh, the experience and what that's like. But uh, kudos to him. I love seeing young future guys who are going to try to take my job. No, but for real, uh, just so much kudos to them. So much love to everybody for uh, the uh, kind words about this show. You can find it on iTunes and uh, on Twitter. Use the hashtag around the Hearn. Everything that has gone into this show, I I can't say enough about the good people who have graced us with their presence. There's uh, some absolutely great interviews coming up after the holiday season. I hope that you are safe and healthy and you have a uh, terrific Christmas as we'll have more from this show next week right here on Around the Herd. Uh, Have a great night, and God bless every one of you. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Herd. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.